Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for today, uh, Sunday, the 27th of February, uh, 2022. Uh, today's uh, podcast, Left and Right and Russian Disinformation. Um, as I sit around listening to the very, very scary and uh, uh, and sad news about what's coming out of uh, Ukraine, uh, I continue to be uh, upset about it, as I'm sure many other Americans are. And I'm playing a little of my uh, sad music in the background here to uh, to describe uh, my feelings of uh, sadness and uh, empathy for uh, the Ukrainian people who were just minding their own business and going about their lives uh, with their families, their work, their profession, their students and whatnot uh, just a week ago and then today to see um, them making Molotov cocktails. Their students are making Molotov cocktails to fend off Russian tanks and armor that are, have encircled Kiev, the uh, capital city of, uh, of Ukraine. Um, and uh, to see people in bomb shelters uh, to protect their themselves from missiles and cruise missiles and artillery shells coming from the Russians, um, who are uh, apparently eager to kill as many Ukrainians as they can. So for that reason, I uh, played that song, which uh, maybe does a better job of expressing my feelings than the words that I'm expressing right now. I think it's very, very sad. It really is. And the, apparently the whole world does too. So <clears throat> after the United Nations Security Council voted 11 to 1 against Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, Russia casting the only dissenting vote, which vetoed all the other votes, and with China abstaining, Russia announced today that it has put its nuclear forces on high alert. Nothing like a little nuclear uh, blackmail to get your way. Putin must be pissed off hearing that his warfare against Ukraine isn't exactly going so well and uh, that Germany is now providing Ukraine with important arms like uh, Stinger missiles and that Sweden and Finland may very well join NATO and hearing that Italy and Germany have consented to removing Russia from SWIFT. SWIFT is an acronym for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. It is a Belgian uh, cooperative society providing services related to the execution of financial transactions and payments between banks worldwide. Removal from SWIFT will uh, definitely negatively affect 80% of Russia's already dying economy. Uh, Russia's ruble and stock market are in free fall. Russians are desperately trying to convert their rubles into dollars, while Russian businesses demand dollars, not rubles, in payment for goods and services. So things aren't exactly uh, going so well inside of Russia. And I, but I truthfully don't think that in a totalitarian dictatorship like Russia, that it much matters to Putin because he's got a secret police. Meanwhile, Russian citizens have risked arrest by Putin's secret police and after protesting in large numbers throughout Russia in 52 of its largest cities. Russian protests are occurring en masse because everyone in Russia has smartphones and they are able to receive news about Russia's invasion and know about the world's almost uniform condemnation of Putin's heartless, deadly, crippling invasion against neighbors many Russians consider to be brothers and sisters and friends and relatives. 
Meanwhile, interestingly, Elon Musk has made his Starlink internet access available in Ukraine as Russia seeks to prevent Ukrainians from hearing anything other than Russian propaganda uh, by uh, shutting down Ukraine's internet. So now uh, Ukrainians can get the internet directly from space. So on America's left, the key disinformation seems to be all about false and distorted allegations about America's past so-called history of unjustified invasions against other countries. I guess the left is referring to World War II, Vietnam, Korea, and Iraq. The left and its media acolytes are also trying to smear Trump with accusations along the same now boringly familiar, entirely discredited narrative that Trump is a Putin ally because Trump acknowledged Putin's intelligence in picking the West's weakest moment to attack Ukraine. Folks, evil people can be very smart, and if they are very smart, they are much more dangerous. Remember, it was Trump, not Obama, or certainly not uh, Biden, who armed the Ukrainians and warned Germany about its dependence on Russian energy and who demanded that Europe's nations step up and pay their fair share to NATO. We must also keep in mind that Russia attacked Crimea while Obama was president and that uh, Obama offered the Ukrainians blankets, not armaments at that time, and that Putin is now another Democrat in office and uh, Russia is attacking Ukraine now because of Putin's weakness. It's also important to point out that while Trump was in office, there were no attacks. As for America's wars, they were never fought to take away another nation's territory. The wars were fought to protect America and the world from fascistic and communistic oppression and tyranny. As a consequence, America is largely responsible for the relative stability and prosperity uh, Europe and North America have enjoyed since the end of World War II, and in particular after the downfall of the Soviet Union, which was brought about by President Reagan. The West never forced any nation to join NATO. The nations that joined after the Soviet Union fell apart desperately wanted to join NATO to protect themselves from precisely the kind of aggression we are now witnessing in Ukraine. They know it was just inevitable, a matter of time, that Russia would attack them again, and here we are. On the right, criticism comes from the Tucker Carlson-type libertarians. Recalling Tucker Carlson stated uh, that uh, if he had to choose uh, between Russia and the Ukrainians, he would take the Russians any day over the Ukrainians, and he trashed the Ukrainians and stated that they had no value whatsoever to Americans. How could Russia's extensive uh, propaganda machine, not take advantage of our internal political struggles and attempt to sow dissension by grabbing hold of both left and right disinformation campaigns within the United States to seek justification on the world stage of public opinion. And that's exactly what uh, has happened. The left in the U.S., uh, the left in the U.S. accuses conservatives of being Nazis, and Putin says he wants to denazify Ukraine. So he's picked right up on uh, America's leftists that are accusing people like Trump and Trump voters of being Nazis. So he's saying that he's just going to war with uh, Ukraine to denazify the country. Meanwhile, the president of Ukraine is a Jew, not a Nazi. The left in America accuses conservatives of being warmongers. 
And Putin uses that allegation to justify his alleged victimization by America. America's so-called uh, victimization of Putin gives him the justification, he says, to attack innocent Ukraine. America's libertarian right sides with Russia, and for sure Putin quotes them to justify its complaint that the West is threatening Russia, so Russia must act. Paranoid, disordered persons always think they are being threatened, while in reality it is paranoid, disordered persons who scare the hell out of everyone else with their aggression and violence. Here is some real news you can believe in for no other reason other than to show the widespread agreement in the world about Putin's aggression. British Petroleum is pulling out of its 20% interest in Russian oil company Rosneft. Russia is providing gas masks to its troops. And I'll leave it to you to figure out why. Putin is escalating it in an unacceptable manner by putting his nuclear forces on high alert. China says a U.S. warship sailing in the Taiwan Strait is provocative. China is officially Putin's ally now and America's enemy because they will keep Putin afloat financially as the sanctions hit Russia. So what that means is that that China agreeing to buy 100 million tons of Russian dirty coal and to pay uh, Russia for that in dollars uh, is basically enabling uh, Putin to keep the warfare up in the Ukraine. Otherwise, he'd go bankrupt. In a new NPR-PBS Marist College poll, more than half, 56% of Americans said that Biden's first year in office was a failure. Germany will now increase defense spending as Trump demanded. Turkey may block Russian warships' access to the Black Sea, And Zelensky suggests in a blow to Putin, the complete West will turn away from Russia. German Vice Chancellor Robert Habeck told the Associated Press after news of the invasion broke on Thursday, quote, we will diversify our energy system. We will not buy Russian coal and gas in such an amount uh, in the future. Of course, this was uh, what Trump strongly advocated, and yet he was roundly criticized and attacked by our leftist media in the U in the U.S. at the time. They claimed that he was trying to fragment or destroy NATO. No, he wasn't. He was trying to strengthen NATO by getting uh, everyone in NATO to pay their fair share and take the burden off the U.S. taxpayer who was making up for their not paying their fair share. Ukraine's military claims it has shot down multiple Russian aircraft. I guess those Stinger missiles are working, huh? Uh, they've also claimed that they've destroyed a lot of Russian tanks with our Javelin uh, uh, anti-tank weapons that Trump gave them. And now they're receiving more from us, I guess. China warns the United States of full-scale confrontation regarding Taiwan. Sure, because Ty- because China thinks we're weak right now because we have a weak president. So further, they want to heap more anxiety on top of the anxiety that Americans are already experiencing about Europe uh, burning up in a war. Putin was once widely viewed as a cunning, if not ruthless, uh, but ultimately a rational actor. The Russian president is now isolated and increasingly paranoid. Uh, having launched a war in Ukraine that has alarmed even some of his closest advisors, says Catherine Belton, a former Moscow-based correspondent for the Financial Times. There's no question that Putin is very intelligent, he's very evil, and he's very, very paranoid. Um, and he is becoming isolated. And frankly, I think that that's worrisome. It just makes him more dangerous. Uh, 
Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump easily won the 2024 GOP presidential nomination straw poll at the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, gathering this weekend in Florida, with DeSantis coming in a second, despite criticism from some who claim Putin, Trump is a Putin ally because of his praise of Putin's intelligence in picking the weakest moment in the West to attack Ukraine. Folks, Trump is so correct about Putin. Putin has been successfully playing the West for many years to the point where the West practically gave into Moscow's demands that the West give up the NATO nations that joined NATO after the fall of the Soviet Union. Well, folks, you didn't have to throw out Lithuania and Latvia and Estonia and Poland and Czechoslovakia, Romania and Bulgaria. All the West had to do was to downgrade the certainty of Article 5 should the Russians attack them, and in so doing, increase the probability that NATO would fail to respond to Russian aggression against these NATO states, just as the West has ignored their responsibility to protect Ukraine. Russia liked that uh, lack of certainty. Uh, they they liked the fact that they had uh, bullied the uh, European nations like Germany, Italy, France, and and others into just accepting uh, that um, the uh, formerly uh, 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 satellite nations in Eastern Europe were now in the sphere of influence of Moscow. They like that. But, uh, of course, that's not exactly what's happening now. And that's got to be very frustrating to uh, Putin. Of importance, Trump promised that if elected, he would right the numerous wrongs Biden is responsible for, including with energy and energy independence, illegal immigration, the wall, inflation, our military strength, police strength, transgender sports and its impact on women's sports, critical race theory and parents' rights, and Trump's DOJ investigation of China's spies and intellectual property theft, which, by the way, the Biden administration administration has just halted. Amazingly, why did he halt this? Why? At a time when it's clear that China is not our friend? He would also address the problem of mandates and lockdowns, which were most impractical, ineffective and harmful to working class Americans while favoring more affluent Americans who could work from home. Herd immunity was for the workers, the blue blue collar workers, while more affluent Americans waited for the safety of their homes, waited in the safety of their homes for the pandemic to pass. But most importantly, Trump has said that he will ensure that national security, not the Green New Deal, would be our first priority. Recalling that the Democrats' insistence on uh, not opening up the, our pipelines and, and suppressing the production of American energy is something that they're doing because of their adherence um, to the Green New Deal. So uh, let me just say that uh, energy independence is national security. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. And uh, I really appreciate all the support that you've given me on Facebook and other uh, social media for my podcast. I really like it. Listen for my next one. And uh, God bless the people of Ukraine and certainly God bless America. America.